Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Daniel uh, Emlyn Jones is a gardener from Oxford, but the kinds of things he likes to grow aren't the usual stuff you might find in a garden. In fact, one of his plants, the Gimpy Gimpy, is kept in a cage because it's so dangerous. Daniel, good afternoon to you. Hi, Sean. Hi. Hi. Uh, now, the, 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 the Gimpy Gimpy, describe what it looks like. Well, it's got kind of large, it's kind of heart-shaped leaves, really, but they've got little jagged sort of edges on them. And it actually looks quite fluffy. It looks quite sweet. It's got a kind of furry surface. So it looks really, really quite sweet. But actually, those are the spines that deliver the toxins. So, right. Um, but it, look, it looks lovely. It's a beautiful, beautiful plant. Yeah. It so, really is. And so it's so beautiful, you might be tempted to touch it. Oh, well, I think that's the problem some people in the past, you know, have done. But um, yes, it's very, it's obviously very dangerous um, if you really um, have a lot of contact with it. Right. Okay. And, and by dangerous, what, what effect does it have upon a person? Oh, it's really um, severe, very, very severe, severe pain. So, I mean, I repotted them. Um, I actually had some rubber fronted gloves and some material on the back. And even then they stung me slightly through the back. So I got a sort of slightly stinging feeling. So I immediately stopped and just applied the... And hair removal strips, which you have to use if you do get stung. Okay, so, uh, but if you, if you got badly stung, what would the consequences be? Well, I mean, on the internet, there's a lots of um, stuff about it that it is it is very dangerous. I mean, if you get really badly stung, it's your know, nymphs loads um, swell up. It's you know agonising pain, and it really is a horrible, horrible plant to be severely stung by. Yes. Right. Okay. Now, I, I, I'm assuming the gimpy gimpy isn't native to Oxford. No, it's um, it's a tropical plant. It needs um, well indoors. It's an indoor plant, really house plant. Um, it's from the jungles of um, Australia, Queensland, and um, sort of eastern Australia, really. That's oh. its homeland. Okay, and was this a kind of a I'm a bit bored kind of a moment that you decided to try and grow one of these things? And where'd you get the the, the seeds from? Well, that's that's what the you know in the media they always you know you never know what you're going to read about it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean to be honest. I like, I like drama in my garden. I just get a bit bored. Geraniums, you've got different coloured geraniums, you've got this, you've got that. And I just get a bit bored with those things. So I like something that's got a bit of drama, something a bit different, something interesting. You know, you can, you know, we have open gardens. And I just want to say, well, look here in my cage is the most dangerous plant in the world. It's kind of just a nice, dramatic thing to do. Yes. So I, just, that's, so I looked on the internet and just found some seeds from a company in Australia. And um, yeah, so I got the seeds and grew them. Uh, and is it relatively easy to germinate? Is it essentially a weed? It is, I think, well, they grow, they're kind of understory plants, so they kind of grow in a sort of lower, lower sort of area. Um, but I, I mean, I planted them in, I used um, compost for carnivorous plants, they say, so not too many nutrients, and they, they germinated in a few weeks, and they were little kind of, they're quite sweet little seedlings, and, and we've got a lovely lodger, Joe, who looked after them over the summer I was away, but now they're getting to the point where they're getting a bit bigger, you know, so mm. um, we're just very careful. My, my niece had a Halloween party the other day and we just made sure we positioned the leaves so they were inside the cage and no one could accidentally sort of brush against them and things like that. Okay, and, and, and when Joe was, was was looking after the plant, well, like, what kind of looking after do they need other than do not touch? Well, really, I mean, just um, it's in a, they're in a, a cage for a kind of parrot cage, really. So they just need um, watering, really. They just need watering and leaving alone. And I've, I've got a padlock on the door just, just in case. We don't have any children in the house. So, 
just for security, for extra security, have the padlock on. Okay, yeah, just so in we, case somebody touches it, yeah. But yeah, would you, now, I did read that you described yourself as a jungle gardener. Um, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, there's got people who like to grow exotic things and... Um, Probably, I suppose, down south in Ireland, you know, where you've got the, um, the warm waters, there's probably lots of jungle gardening happening. It sounds ideal. You know, sort of palm trees. I, I like hardy banana trees, things like that. Just anything that's kind of gives a feeling of something a bit different, something a bit sort of dramatic, exotic. Um, yeah. And things you have to kind of, I suppose, uh, um, send away to get. The, the, um, so uh, do you have a list of things that you'd, that you'd, like, to, uh, uh, that you'd like to also grow? Well, I have a few things. I'm growing some cowrie trees, actually, which uh, they're endangered, actually. You know, the cowrie forests in New Zealand are being um, decimated. You know, there's so much environmental destruction happening. So mm. I've got some seeds and I'm still growing those out of interest. Yeah. Uh, so one, I, one of our listeners wants to know, is the, is the gimpy gimpy sting as awful as the Australian stinging tree? Uh, or are they the same thing? Um, I'm, I'm not a big expert, but I think the this is dendrocnide moroides, which is the worst in parts the worst thing and that's a shrub there's dendrocnides excelsa which is a tree there is a tree version of this plant in the same related ah right the sting's the sting's not quite so bad mm. but it's still it's still it's still very nasty so, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's will, very nasty. will it continue to grow Daniel will you have to get a bigger cage well that's it I mean well it's a kind of shrub at the moment it's going to grow to the top of the parrot cage and I'll just keep sort of looking after it like that I might I mean I might get a bigger cage for it or you know, I'm, I'm not sure really what to do. I mean, it'd be nice if a botanic gardens or something adopted it and had a little, you know, little kind of area for it. But maybe maybe there's too many safety issues. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, one, um, one of our listeners just says, just look up that plant on the Internet and notice one leaf that seemed to have been eaten by insects. Are insects immune to the venom? I think, I mean, from what I've read about it, there are a few important um, insects in that kind of ecosystem. That, that actually feed off the gimpy gimpy. I can't remember the names, but oh. yeah, they don't seem bothered. I don't know how they manage it. Maybe they've got a hard outer, you know, skeleton or something. But they they seem not to be bothered by it, which is <laughs> which is um. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder what they are. Uh, Emlyn, thanks a million uh, uh, for speaking to us. Uh, that was uh, Daniel Emlyn. Uh, sorry, Daniel. I should say Daniel Emlyn Jones. There, a gardener from Oxford. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.